Hey team, welcome back to another episode of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in and making sure that you stay along for the journey with us. So this podcast that I um, recorded was uh, a really exciting one in the sense that I was able to get someone other than my normal circles of friends, someone that comes from outside, uh, bringing (coughs) a level of influence from uh, the disciplines that he's worked in and the areas that he's dominating in and uh, executing at a high level. Um, so thank you again for all those that are tuning in and for paying attention to this journey. Um, but without further ado, let's roll the intro. Do you want to be better? Do you want to build a rock star connection with your partner? A home environment built on love and trust? Maybe elite level fitness or sound leadership work practices? Whatever your goal, we want to help. This podcast is for the everyday battler wanting to level up and execute. This is the Better Man Project podcast, where we build greatness one step at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Better Man Project podcast. I'm your host, Joel and Rapina, and we've got a good one today for you. Uh, for anyone out there, uh, this episode is brought to us by our sponsor, The Learning Collaborative our partner in education and training here on the Gold Coast. Um, But that aside, the guest that we've got on the show today, I've been waiting a little while to get him on. He's um, uh, The reason being is because he's been one of the loyal listeners and he's been following this project from from the kickoff. And uh, he's been engaging with us on our social media. He coaches my kids in the junior program. Uh, He's been involved here on the Gold Coast for a long time with junior basketball for a little while now. Uh, He's the owner and operator of Salt Fitness and Consulting. He's a basketball lover. He's a fitness man. He's a businessman. He's a sportsman. And today we're going to find out how he has become a better man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Brody Ledgerwood. (laughs) (laughs) I'm blushing, mate. I'm blushing. It's the best introduction I've ever had in my life. Oh, when I do these like intros, I'm like wondering. I'm looking at you know, I'm looking at everyone. They're like, "What's this guy doing?" Like fucking the tires out. I feel special. You made me feel real good. Like that's it. That's it. Uh, Thanks for having me, mate. Excited to be here. Excited to have a chat with you. So too easy, man. We've um we've already spoken off air quite a bit. Uh, we've had a a fair amount of um, time to catch up here and sort of talk a bit about both down at the basketball court and here in the garage of dreams. Um. A bit about you know what you've been doing and your pathway into into your career now and what sort of um, keeping you busy throughout the day. But um, what have you been up to, man? What have been up to? Um, well, recently, recent times, been up to a fair bit, as yeah. you know. Um, do a fair bit of work at Gold Coast basketball. A bit of work at Hillcrest Christian College basketball there. Yep. Have my own little gym and recently brought with partners P three Recovery Center, so that keeps me out of mischief for the most part. I don't think I get too much free time. Yeah, well, mate, well, glad that you said it there. If you're on the Gold Coast and you ever need some recovery, uh, you like the ice baths or the saunas or the infrared or uh, you want to get down there in the magnesium pools, P3 um, on the back. What's the, the drive? Uh, Cordham Drive. Cordham Drive, Cordham drive. Uh, in the back there of Burley down the back of uh, Stockland Shopping Centre, I think it is. Yeah, just down there. Yep, in that area there. So get yourself down there to P3 and make sure you utilise the services of uh, what they've got to offer. Um, what's been happening elsewhere, man? Uh, personal life, just cruising. Um, you, personal life's pretty quiet, mate, at the moment. Sort of just with everything going on. So we've had a lot of school basketball on. We've had a lot of like representative basketball going on. Uh, so it sort of takes up 
my afternoons, evenings, weekends, and all those sorts of things. Like it keeps me pretty busy. Yeah, I, I, I've I've been down to the to Carrara Stadium yep. where we train with the for listeners out there. Uh, Carrara is the home of Gold Coast basketball, and I'm down there at least two to three times a week with the wife and uh, supporting my kids and playing. And I'd say on those three occasions that I'm there every week, I see bros over there busting his gut with all these young fellas and trying to keep them all in check. Well, yeah, did you have the girls? Was it? Well, it's, I had the girls on Wednesday night. I was there with Beck Morris and we had the 18s, 1s girls. Yep. So they're, they're a bit of a dream. They're a very yeah, talented yeah, yeah, yeah. group of young ladies who, yeah, they, they're kind of mm-hmm. easy to work with. They've got a good IQ and whatnot. You sort of go, off we go do this and away they go. So it's a dream. It, it, helps, it helps when you've got a, um, like a, a unit that works like that. Eh? It's almost like a self-oiled machine. You're sort of like, here you go. Here's the ball. Here's the whistle if you need me to blow. I'm yeah. here. Go if you want me. If you want me for anything, like I'll go get you water bottles or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Girls yeah. are good, but like a great group of girls. Like they've played together a lot over the years. They've grown together. They've done rep programs together. They've played mm-hmm. at school together. So they've they've chilled really, really well. So they're a dream to work with. Is is basketball like uh, your your first love, or is it your number one sport, or is it something that you fell into? Or mate, I think I played. Being an Aussie, I think I played every sport under the sun at some stage in my life. Like, yeah. I've, I've been through the swimming ranks, I've been through triathlon, I've done road cycling, I've played league, union, um, basketball, obviously. Then oh, mate, I, I played lawn bowls for school just to get out of school, I think. I, we went there and then the school pulled us up and said, no, you can't keep going to the, yeah, the yeah, lawn yeah, bowls, bowls there. Good. I thought I was good, mate. We, <laughs> we, we progressed through the country ranks and we'll, we'll go on for best in New South Wales until huh. the school pulled us up and said, no, that you just... Got a, got a, there, yeah. They probably it. needed you in the footy team or something. Like that. No, I don't know about that. Needed me to get the oranges ready. <laughs> Run the water. Yeah. Hey, um, look, I... Uh, I'm, I'm one for small talk and I, like, I can carry on for days on this, but... Um, uh, for our listeners out there, the Better Man Project is all about trying to help every every you know bloke or, or woman out there to try to be the best versions of themselves, and that's the whole ethos behind why I started this project. Is I'm looking to try to level up in any way I can, and um, you know this virtual community helps me to be accountable and try to be a better dad, a better husband, better father, better teammate. Um, but for those out there, like what what's you, you're still playing ball? Yeah, I play three games on a Monday night. Yeah, three. Yeah, so mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. I think we play you next week there. or something like that. Oh, it depends when the, the night ends, mate. Uh, mixed, I try and keep up with the young fellas in A grade, and then just play with a group of young kids that I coached years ago in Div Five. You find that keeps your youth about you, like? Um, yeah, it does. It does. So the mixed ones, it's kind of fun social, like with the guys and girls. Like the skill level's pretty good, but uh, it keeps there. The young fellas is is good it's more of like a i guess you'd say just a an older influence over them like slow yeah. down do this hey let's let's do this that sort of thing i let them play mainly yeah i just sort of rebound play a bit of defense and let them run which is great for my yeah, joints of and course that. keep it's those knees keep those knees to sweet mate you don't want to be uh you know women bashing around the knees too long yeah no, no, no. and then the a grade um you know, that's serious. Like, that's yeah, that's a bit more it's a little serious. bit more serious, but it, it's good to sort of just keep your wits about you. Yeah. So I'd sort of I'd had a few years or a fair few years off that sort of level, and coming back was a slap in the face, like a real slap in the face. But yeah. now I'm just 
starting to find my feet a bit, starting to catch up with the pace of it and the reads and everything a lot more. So, yeah, it's good to sort of keep your wits about you, which, mm-hmm. yeah, really... Playing at their level would, would definitely do that. Yeah. I know that for, like, trying to play up in levels for me is challenging in terms of basketball. I'm sort of a newbie to the sport. I've been around it for a little while, but, yeah, like, I play in uh, the Logan uh, comp on a Wednesday night with some family members in, in the men's comp, and holy hecka, like, I just feel out like a fish out of water at times, yeah. but... I suppose like working out and and, uh, and trying to play as much as you do right now, is there sort of any payoff that you've found for you? Like, is it, is it an escape basketball or is it a... Um... Um, it's just a fun social thing. Like it's not so much an escape and it's just, it keeps a competitive fire still going in me a bit. Yep. And it, it allows me to socialise with mates and that a bit more on like a level that's active, not just sitting around at like a pub or somewhere like that. It's, yep. a, it's a nice social atmosphere, it's fun, and it, it just keeps that competitive fire in you, which is good. Mate, beautiful. I, again, I could go, carry on for, for days on this, but um, take us back, man. Like, where, Where'd you grow up? You, I heard you mention you played lots of sports, you, you know, so a hint born, of country accent in there. So I was everywhere, mate. I've been everywhere. I was born in Scone, New South Wales, in yep. the Hunter Valley. Yeah. Then I moved up to the Gold Coast. Yeah. So I was as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I was at the Gold Coast from the age of six till ten. Just lived down Tullabudra there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then moved back down to Canberra. I was in Canberra for a couple of years. Yeah. Then moved out to Young, which is southwest slopes out towards yep. Wagga. And then I was there for three years. Then moved back to Scone for three years, and then came back to the Gold Coast when I turned eighteen. Why Why so many moves? Like, um, so when I was five, mum and dad split. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah, dad stayed down, well, scone there, and then mum moved back up to the Gold Coast. She's originally so mum's, from here. Oh, so mum's from here? Yeah, mum's originally yeah. from here, so she moved back up here. And then, yeah, dad came up for a little bit, for a couple of years, and then he's originally from the farm, farm boy. So he moved back down out to Young, where he managed a property out there. Then mum got a job at a place called Deacon Health Spa in Canberra. Okay, yeah, yeah, big yeah. gym down there. Yeah. So she went down there and she sort of ran parts of the gym there. Les Mills pump and all that sort of stuff got brought in through there. So she ran all that. And then I sort of had enough living in Canberra. There wasn't much there for me. So moved out to Young onto the farm out there where I lived with my old man. Um, and then the mob that he managed the farm for there, they passed on or died they sold the farm so then dad moved back to scone so i moved back to scone with him there and then when i hit 18 i was like all right i'm done with the country life for a bit i'm going to move up to the back up to the glamour big, of yeah, the Gold a, Coast a big smoke <laughs> chase the sparkling beach yeah. so. so like how, how would it have been then as a young fella like an experience in a place like talabudra which is uh, it's a dream you know like yeah. that area especially along the beachfront there then going back to bush, like were you were you always did you feel uh, like a, a, a magnetized to want to ever come back when you were down there, or did you just enjoy what you were doing at the time? Not really. I enjoyed what I was doing. Like, obviously, young social fella in around sports, I made friends everywhere quite well. Yeah. But uh, up here, swam a lot, and then moved back down to when I went to Canberra. Like the adjustment was obviously giving up the beaches and that, but where mum worked they had the pool they had a swim program so that was all good uh yeah made friends in around there played a bit of basketball started down there you're saying that mum's um mum was a, a trainer a group yeah, exercise instructor the old les mills body pump and uh 
Yeah, she had all that. Um, she done all that sort of stuff. Yeah, she was a, I guess you say, the lady who certified everyone in Australia for years. Oh, really? So she was like the head of that sort of Les Mills thing. It got brought into Deakin Health Spa. They were the first mob to bring it in Australia from yep. from New Zealand. From New Zealand, yep. and they worked with there, and she got the gig of that. So she was in around that. Um, she did a bit of work with the Raiders back in the day. They'd come into Deakin and use yep. Deakin Health Spa there, and I was sort of. I remember one day being in their admiration of Mel Meninga's legs, which was, oh, would have been was like tree trunks. One of them. Um, <laughs> so it was an interesting experience. But yeah, so I've had a long, long history in around gyms and stuff like that as well. Would you say that that, that uh, mum's you know like involvement with that has probably influenced you a bit into the reasons why you have such an interest? Or is, is, is dad was dad involved in that dad as well? Dad was in around that. So before they split up, they had a gym in Musselbrook. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Yeah, Makes sense, yeah. Hunter Valley there. So they had that and like there's still heaps of photos of running around the gym there and whatnot, dressing up in leotards. I don't know why I was in a leotard at the gym doing aerobic stuff, but I think that was around the era. Yeah, I f- sort of thing. there's yeah, definitely an eighties baby. You know, yeah. I um, I find it interesting that um you know, you say that mum or that dad and that were involved in that, that fitness thing. My love and, and passion for the fitness industry, if that's what you want to call it, yep. has come off the back of that. Like my my dad and my uncles um, were always heavily involved in going to the gym or doing the Les Mills body pump classes yeah. or whatever. My uncle was an aerobics instructor or he did all the body pump stuff yep. as well. And, um, you know, everyone had the Reebok, uh, you know, the, aer- yeah. the you know all that sort of stuff. And, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they sort of like, it was cool to wear like the T-back singlets or whatever that, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. Um and so, yeah, like, you know, now, like, we're in my garage and I've got a squat rack here and I've got a black pool down there and yeah. people think sometimes when they walk past, they're like, oh, bit of a, bit of a, you know, meathead, you know? I'm like, no, I just sort of grew up, like, we always had a home gym and um, that's something that I knew when I would grow up and I have a house. I want to have an access to exercise equipment at my leisure, yeah. um, probably I, similar to... I think, yeah, subconsciously it sort of gets just built into you a little bit more like yep. growing up in and around that and you sort of yeah it's there like i know now i'll be doing something and i'll like i can go back to when i was younger and i'll be like oh yeah that was a body pump song and this and this like, yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To do it or aerobics things and that it's just instilled <laughs> in you so it sort of travels with you as you it go travels with you and it yeah. makes it easier as an older person to just sort of slot back into it you might have to bring out some of that for the uh, warm-ups of the kids eh? <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't know they all laugh at me enough yeah, yeah, yeah they, stuff well, like that. i don't know what it is with kids eh? they think like in the olden days when you used to play i'm like man i'm not that old I'm like, just a little bit older than you <laughs> we used to actually play at the same stadium you like yeah. you know it's like not that old mate oh, mate everyone's old to a kid everyone's mate kid. for anyone that uh that follow that you know that knows who you are on socials or if you don't know Brody Ledgerwood it was under Brody Ledge is it yeah 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 or you can find him at salt uh salt fitness and consulting yeah, yeah. um and so on your social media uh, I, I had I've obviously been on there heaps and checked out some of the photos cuz family and friends and yeah. I and I love what what you're all about <laughs> but um why the name salt uh fitness um, and consulting um strength agility lifestyle training that's where it originally came oh okay yeah, so, so yeah, yeah it's a it's like a uh, was an acronym for yeah. yep strength agility lifestyle training yep so, and that was based around um athletic development uh yeah teen athletic development when i moved into that so i moved into created salt probably seven eight years ago now 
Yeah. About eight years ago. Yeah, so moved into that and just, yeah, strength, agility, lifestyle. Oh, I, um, I looked good, at so. it because I, I noticed that you've got a lot of surfing athletes and a lot of yeah. uh, like triath- uh, like uh, Nutrigrain Ironwoman, Ironman yep. uh, stuff on there and the guys that you've worked with, youth coming through. Uh, I noticed that like the, the, the Kiwi surfer, Kehu Butler, yeah. follows you. You might do a bit of work with them, but... Um, uh, does it does is it a play on words now that like you you are working with uh you know water sport athletes and stuff like that? Um, I've never really thought about it. Like, it's it's something that yeah, it, it's a play on words there. But they they originated like I've been working with a lot of surfers for since I started. Yep. In the first place, so it was kind of I never really had a name to my business until about yep. seven years ago when I went, oh, okay, I might get a little bit more serious about this and actually put a name. Sure. Behind the whole thing, so that was all, yeah, developed before it, and it was just, yeah, just a line. Just, yeah, naturally, just rolled on yeah, with it. However, it sort of. Yeah, I, I, I looked at that thinking, oh yeah, may, maybe he was a, yeah, it was a bit of a play on words to try to like you know for the water based athletes or yeah, nah, you know, and I was trying to find the connect between that and you know, the likes of my nephew uh, Flenny Cameron, who's who's uh, uh, and Bias who go down there. And yep. There was like, oh, we're down at Bros's gym, you know, we're training at Bros's, and I'm like. Salt. I was like, is it a surf? You know, like at first I thought it was uh, like, and, and but now I've learned something, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's how it played out. It had nothing to do with surf. I don't even think surf came into my mind when, yeah, we went to do it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Um, so you've been you've been in the fitness industry how many years now? Ah, uh, working in the fitness industry for, I'd say seven eight years now. Yeah. Like when I first started. Yeah. Uh, and much like touch back on the influence of mum so sort of I'd moved up I kind of goofed around for three years when I got out of the country and found the bright lights of surface paradise mate they'll get you lost in that they'll get you um and I was a cook there I worked at a restaurant in Nobby's Beach cooking and then worked at a supplement company uh making like supplements yeah 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 yeah. based here on the Goldie then yeah yeah yeah, yeah, Megaburn Megaburn oh that was that like Mac Maxim was it? Nah, they make um. So they got their bars in that Megaburn. They he now, guy Johnny Heffernan actually, weird story. He got run over. Oh. He yeah. was riding his pushy. Got run over. Needed someone to help him out. Like it was just a small project. So I went and helped him out. Now the thing's a huge business. Yeah. Like he makes, um, Mad Dog McDougal's bars oh, and all yes, that. He, yes, he, yes, he, yes. The business mainly, I think, now makes everyone else's supplements. It's yep. just a big production line. Yeah. But when I first there, it was. It cool. was. Purely mega just mega burn. Yeah. Oh, cool. So you've been in the fitness industry. You've been in the supplement and retail, or probably from like uh, manufacturing industry. You get to see a bit behind, you know, the, behind the iron curtain of what goes on and yeah. and those things. So you've probably got a. I'd, I'd imagine you've got a pretty good understanding of the way in which this whole thing works in terms of fitness development and and. Uh, yeah, I'd like to think so. Like over the time and being around bits and pieces and just different areas of like the fitness industry as well. Yeah. Like being exposed to when. I guess new things come into the industry, how they take off and where they go, and next things come in, and yeah. So I noticed that you um, you've travelled a bit uh, in your time. You know, you said that you've done a few things here, you know, like here and there. Um, aside from being a, having your own um, your gym and operating your, your business and yep. your coaching career and everything you're doing there, um, and and your investment opportunities that you've done with with P three and whatnot, you you, you travelled a bit. Um, um, done a bit of traveling. Like I like a holiday. Yeah, like I think most most Aussies do like a holiday. Yeah, uh, I like an active holiday, so I've traveled around. I've work's taken me to a few of these spots. Was this as a chef or fitness related? Ah, uh, fitness related. Yeah. So I've done 
few trip like trip to America, trips to Mexico, Fiji, and all that sort of coaching kids or like yeah, teams. Through surfing. Oh, through so, surfing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, probably the best trips I've had. I've done Mexico twice with a yep. young girl, Alyssa Locke. She's a yep. young surfer. And her mum didn't want to go to Mexico and they had a comp over there for the qualifying series. So she's like, hey, do you want to take Alyssa? And I'm like, trainers oh, on the, yeah. If you want me to take your daughter to Mexico to be a trainer, then yeah, yeah for sure. So Why not work work side by awesome. side? Yeah, yeah, what a gig, mate. Like You sort of create your own destiny or things like that, I suppose, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad little happening. But oh. yeah, tie holidays into it and whatnot so make, make it happen yeah. works well get to see a bit of the world at the same time yeah yeah um and again just touching on some of the stuff that I, i've sort of come across because i'm a i'm a fan of a lot of the stuff that that you've done like traveling i'd love i love traveling and um and, and getting around a bit but i also noticed that you, you got up on stage at one stage in your life yeah you know you've uh <laughs> and stage meaning uh in a in a was it like a physique competition? Yeah, physique comp, yeah. So, um, Lukey Boy, who, who yeah, you did you know, the comp Luke, with you, I know Lukey, yeah. we've done a bit of CrossFit, a bit of zoo uh, in, the, in the days gone by. True, true. And um, so what was that about? Like, did you just, was it a challenge? Did you like, just something you wanted to do? Well, Lukey was working with me out of my gym and he yep. was sort of, he's like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this. Oh, I'll do it with you. Okay, so he got stuck right into it and I was like, all right, I'd kind of just fiddle-farted my way through it and went, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. So Luke was strict on his diet. He was getting all these posing down pat i'd rock up the posing and that but i'd be eating carrot cakes <laughs> and everyone would be looking at me like what's, what's going on with this dude so i did it more just for like a bit of support for him and also you know just to see what it was like yeah i wasn't overly serious about the whole thing like i admit i looked thought i looked pretty, you're pretty diced yeah you're very shredded like but at the same time i was like you know i probably could have been a bit more so. i probably could have been a lot more serious about doing it but yeah. i was never there for the the serious side of it it was more bit of a moral know, support for moral support for luke and just go and see what it's all about yeah 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 i talked about learning experiences it was a very interesting learning experience being around that sort of environment with, environment yeah, yeah. yeah like there's a there's a lot goes on there mate there's a lot the uh what would you say one of your uh best ta- biggest takeaways from that experience what is it like the more the mental journey that you went through or um well as i said mate, i didn't take it massively serious so the mental journey wasn't there but i guess one takeaway is that if you apply yourself and you work hard towards it like yeah you can achieve that physique look yeah uh the other side of it is is like just not to let it rule your life yeah because going through that there were so many people like we're backstage there was 400 people backstage and there's people fainting because they hadn't ate oh yeah 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 yeah. there's people sitting there going i'm on 450 calories a day like this and i'm sitting there eating snickers and pizza before we go on stage You're like how are you doing that? i'm like i just it is what it is nothing's gonna make this look yeah you're not gonna see anything you're not gonna see the snickers hour. right now yeah so and like i probably could have been more serious about that but people just let it run their lives and yep. sort of the the side effect of that i don't believe is healthy yes so yeah yeah and i've heard it being said before you know from fitness enthusiasts i've got a mate that's down the road actually and he he's oh he's a body bodybuilding coach yeah and um and he said it to me in, in other in other terms or in other words like it's not the healthiest thing in the world mate like no. he, he goes you wouldn't encourage people to do this for for like a health kick you know no. you're you're depleting yourself of all vital nutrients your brain is being starved you're dehydrating your body of glycogen and, and you know like there's all of these things that go against all health and wellness but you look bloody good for a moment for a couple of photos 
up on stage you're yeah. like you're lean you're shredded you get the fake tan rolled on you you know whatever it is and oh, you look amazing yeah. but at the same time mate like it's it's a mental battle too. yeah like and you know from your mate and like Ricky yeah. boy and stuff like that like it is the mental resilience that comes from it yep is it's it, yeah. it's almost like a uh, uh like a i was talking to him and he's saying it's almost like like a marathon run or someone that just runs like you, it, you know it's little things like um being disciplined on how much you eat and your sodium levels and trying to you know do certain things like at night time to manipulate your body composition and for those that take it to the extreme like that really want to get out there and you know uh, sort of go professional in it or whatever it might be and they're like yeah. you know there's this whole uh marathon mindset about it just it's just never ending even when you yeah you get there you still got so much more to do and yeah you're constantly looking ahead going i could be so much better i could do this i could yeah. do this and but even like the marathon mindset like the training leading into it it's a grind oh yeah like everything's a long grind it's a long haul like yeah. it's tedious it's time consuming it's 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 a long grind any uh any any of those experience or takeaways that you sort of daily apply in your life like in terms of what you've the takeaways um, there takeaways there nah, not really like it keeps in the back of my mind that you know if i want to do that then just application yeah yeah yeah. Applying, that's the, yeah probably 100%. the big, biggest takeaway is that is you can achieve a lot of things if you apply yourself yeah but you don't need to take it overboard and wreck yeah, yourself trying make to it, it so it's, yeah it's all consuming eh? yeah um you're uh, the, the man you are today um the men in your life that have helped influence you to to you know be who you are or, or you, who you want to become yep. who would you say your your greatest uh role male role models have been greatest role models I have to throw the old man out there yeah like um he was a farmer yep so he worked hard work worked his yep. Yep. like um big property down at young that he managed like it wasn't his so obviously he's just getting paid a wage yep but and he did however many foster iron men during that time while we were there he he did iron man yeah he did a lot of iron man so when foster was foster yeah he did that for years like he's so working on the farm he'd get up he'd disappear at three in the morning on his push bike in the middle of winter which out there it's freezing it's freezing <laughs> he'd get back he'd help us make brekkie and that and then i'd drive off to the end of the road catch a bus and then he'd go work so from 10 hour 12 yeah, hour days yeah whole day like before the sun was up to after the sun you wouldn't see him you come back cook a bit of dinner and this and this or if i had sport on like he'd stop that and then go there but then go back to work so like work ethic and stuff like that was second to none eh? yeah second to none so like he played a massive role i don't think that i probably work as hard as him yeah but in determining where i and how i want to live my life i look at him and it has sort of reflected onto me. I'm like, I don't want to kill myself. Like my old man did just yeah. working those long hours to, you know, the property got sold. He had to move on into a whole new career where he had, had to start again. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. He's always been a good role model. Like he's a good bloke, you know, yep. well liked and all that. So I've sort of transpired to be like him in around things, very sporting. Yeah. Played a lot of rugby when he was younger, like tons and tons of rugby. So yeah, just being around rugby clubs and stuff and seeing the way people respect him and look up to him and has been something that I'd sort of admire to be. Yeah. And I hope that 
I sort of have, am the same sort of man to yep. that degree. Absolutely. Oh, mate, like, I think uh, like, much the same with what, the way in which you reflect on your childhood. My old man was the same. He still is. Like, he's the first out of the bed in the, in the morning. Uh, he's off, done his 10K run. Like, he's not a, my old man didn't do Ironman, but he was always a middle distance running was his thing. And uh, he would, he'd be up, he would have gone down Crumbin, he would have done 20 sets of stairs and, yeah. you know, and, and high fives all the old boys that are down there and yeah. gone for a big, long, massive swim out to the middle of the whatever and would have got all that done yep. before we even woke up, you know, and we'd get home and just be like, oh, heck, this fella, you know. Yeah. Sorry if you hear the noise in the background there. This is the realities of living in a complex. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the uh, old mate doing the lawns. Um, yeah, so, again, a respectable thing to see my old man come home and I always say, you know, real heroes wear work boots and high vis, you know, type thing. And yeah. And then your dad's instance, like, work wear, work gear. Work wear, yep. work wear, mate. mate. Yeah, I think we take for granted just how much they sort of worked and everything. Yep. Like in today's society where we have the opportunity to make money and things a little bit easier or different avenues. Like your old man, my old man, they just got out there and they just worked. Mate, yeah, no excuses, you know, yeah. sore toe. Dad's still at work, you know. Yeah. Uh, in fact, when I grew up too, like uh, the dads weren't allowed in the hospitals when the when the mums would have the babies, and okay. so dad would be at work or he'd you know he'd be out there. Sometimes he's at footy, yeah. but um, <laughs> he'd be out at work when like mum would be in hospital having baby because you're not allowed in there until like the baby was born and they bring him down in the incubators and you know, put oh, him out really? there. Yes, yeah, so I remember. I remember like yeah, dad being at work and then coming home and grabbing us, taking us into the hospital with my siblings and more. Did you have any siblings growing up? Were you only child or? Nah, I got two sisters. Yeah, yeah. one older, one younger. Yeah, so. yeah. So you're right in the middle there. I'm right in the middle. I'm the special one. Yeah, right? yeah, you were. So two girls on the outside. Yep. Yeah, so you're the sandwich in the middle there. Right, the rose between the thorns. There you go. Right, there you go, sisters. If you hear this, the rose they, between the thorny says. They'll argue differently, mate. But yeah. <laughs> uh, you still have. You still stay in contact with your your siblings or yeah, your family? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still stay. In contact with them um older sister lives up at ormo younger sister lives at tweed oh so they're still on, they're all on the goldie then he's yeah. all up here now yeah, yeah my younger sister i think went to school with your brother oh was she at palm beach yeah she was at palm oh, beach oh okay yeah, yeah only a lucky few get to go to palm beach yeah, mate. Special <laughs> around that generation <laughs> I, I mean, I, i've said it many times on this potty and and in my personal life like i loved the fact that i went to palm beach crumb in high school um i didn't send my daughters and my sons there uh, that's a whole other story in itself, but I loved my my uh, my teenage years and my, my athletic development that I got from, yeah. and my social interactions that I got from being at Palm Beach Crime. And it's uh, most of my business connections and work stuff has sort of spawned off those few yeah. years that I spent at that school. So I, I I'm very grateful for the time that I had there and the exposure that I had to people. Uh, but your sister, mate, she's a lucky one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Any other any other uh, influences in your life that, that you want to make a recognition of that have helped you to shape you to being the best version of yourself? To being the best version of myself, like I'd say me mates. Like yep. I've, got, I've got to touch on me mates. Like yep. I think well, I moved up here with me best mate. And is this when you left Foss? Uh, uh, when I left Scone, Scone he was yep. living at Young, so we both went all right. We'll move to Gold Coast, and um, you know, as I said, got the bright lights of surface paradise and everything like that yeah 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 but it was um good to have like good wholesome mates around you so you don't get too sidetracked with i i, I couldn't yeah agree more mate like there's i've got the same five close mates that yeah. i had from 
when I was growing up, you know, like when I got here, a couple of them, like we, even though we don't see each other for a while, like when you, when you connect, it's like, oh, straight like you just left off. But they're also the type of guys that kept me honest, like in my child, like in my youth. Yeah. Is that you, same that, for you? That's pretty much it. It was like the guys where if I'd start to do something a bit too stupid, they'd, they'd slap me in the head and go, hey, maybe just brain it in a little bit. Like, you need to see. Where did you go to school? Did you go to school? High I went school? to school in Young and then I went to school in Scone as well. Yep. So, high school was like a public and a private. So, sort of a bit of both worlds. Yep. But most of the boys that I'm still like real in contact with all the time from young yeah so yeah just good mates we, you know we'd catch up every new year's where a few boys were playing footy down sydney a few boys moved away here and there and we'd all just sort of come together at new year's and catch yep. up so it was good we all kept each other relatively honest like out of mischief for the most part and you know if you ever needed a slap in face to keep in line like your mates they were there and they were always honest and you, you knew that if anything ever happened you could turn to them yep they yep. sort of good group of mates to be there and we're still all mates today we all still talk the same garbage we all carry on with the same carry on same up. same stories you Pretty get much. you meet up you tell the same yarns yep but they're just exaggerated times 10 yep and, you know and the fish you is this big now it's this big yeah. laugh like a bunch of idiots and that's what mates best mates missus sits there and she goes you're exactly are you still 12 same, are you still 14 a, like, yeah. come off it now like, <laughs> that's it <laughs> That's my wife. Every time I see my mates, or one of them calls me up, and we've got our own little uh, internal dialect of like yep. words that we used to say. We're, you know, probably because we didn't pronounce them right when we were kids, and yep. so we like still <laughs> carry on the jargon. And he'll ring up, and he'll like, you know, he'll he'll yell something out, and I'll reply to it. And she's like, "What are you? You're your own little language." And I'm like, "No, we're, yep. we're just mates, and like that's the sort of stuff we'd like, you know, and you know, niggle each other with when yeah. we're growing up." And it that's, just carries on like it's. It's good to keep that, I think. It keeps you young and it keeps yep. you, you know, it's a bond that you've built with them over the years. It's sort of the connection you have with them and stuff. Absolutely. Which is healthy. I think healthy relationships in that sense uh, are really important for brain development, for, uh, you know, relationship development, how you yeah. build social skills outside of um, your friends there. Like when you go into business, networking, yep. um, all those common traits of like loyalty and trust and being a good maid and turning up for your friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just and just be, being an all around good guy. Yeah, someone that you know, a good teammate. Yeah. you're a good mate. You're probably a good teammate. You know? Yeah, definitely and, true. Definitely. True. And and you'll be able to yeah, um, be the guy that that people want to play with. Um, I like to talk about things that uh, have helped people to make you know make better for themselves and around what they're doing on their own. Yeah. Is there uh, any books any books you've ever read that? Uh, that have, that have influenced you like or, or or things that you've come across that you've consumed uh, and uh, thought man that's books that have influenced me like um as a coach yep i love conscious coach yep conscious okay yeah, 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 i yeah. love that book like it's it's sort of because i deal with a lot of people and a big age group and like from youth athletes to pro semi-pro it, it's sort of been a a really good pickup yeah. over the years. I've found that it's enabled me to sort of identify, adapt, and that really well. I kind yeah. of I've loved, loved that. Um, other sort of books that have like, I've got a lot of, I guess, open-minded mates around me as well. A yeah. lot of they range from spirit, very spiritual, and that to yeah. very well-being orientated to just very straight shooters. Yeah. So I know, I'd have to say that I've had a few books recommended to me but it's more the the, the pickups off 
off the influence of the others that are around you. Eh? Those guys that have sort of shaped a lot of these things. Yeah, so. I've got a mate who who's a he's an avid reader and he's always given me a book. You know, he's yep. like, mate, get this on Audible because I yeah I can read, but it's you know oh, difficult man. when you're in and around the family trying to run a family and that sort of thing to try to read where you can. But I'm like, mate, if you give it to me on Audible when I'm driving to go see some students, I can just chuck it straight on. Yeah. Audible's the best thing. Audible's like, I Like my English teacher, if they ever heard this, will laugh because I suck at English and I'm, yeah. I'm not a strong reader. But Audible's like amazing. Oh. Like my, my list of Audible books is Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tearing huge. it up. I'm like, tearing it up. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Like I got a medal the other day. They said you'd... Oh, you, you know, read three books. Yeah, 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 pretty much. I was like, yeah, I, I read three books, but no, I, I listened to three books. And because I live like about half an hour, 45 minutes away. Yeah. Just whack it on. Are you water. are you down south? Are you up no, north? I'm at Tambourine. Oh, okay, so up on the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So coming into Burley every day, mate, half an hour, 40 minutes. I just... Yeah, you can consume a lot yeah. Yeah, like in that time. Um, you listen to podcasts? I listen to podcasts. Um, not as much as audiobooks. Yeah. I, I sort of... I listen to little bits and pieces from different podcasts. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, recently, because of the P3 acquisition, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts around sort of things that we have in at P3, like Hyperbaric Chamber, the Contrast Therapies, um, yep. Infrareds, um, just just stuff like on that to yep. sort of expand my knowledge. So with, with, the, with that, yeah, with that, is that more, uh, to get that product knowledge, is that more so, so that you can support... Uh, more education well, for me. Okay. Yep. Education for me, and then I sort of turn myself into a bit of a guinea pig. Yeah. You go, oh, that, that sounds like that. So, okay, if I try this, I wonder what it'd be like. So for the next month, I'll try something that I've sort of learnt from these experts. Yeah, yeah, the so-called experts. and yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, like, how I react, how my body reacts or whatever. Like Have you that. found something along those lines that, that is working for you? To be honest, like the hyperbaric chamber. Yep. So familiar with hyperbaric chamber, it's like a big sausage thing that inflates with, like, oxygen. Yep. And then the pressure is, like, two to three metres under sea level. So that's there, and it allows the cells to absorb more oxygen, pumps around your body, yep. breathe over you. Uh, but I was listening to a guy from the States who's an expert in that, and they used it with NHL players yep. in terms of like concussions and all that head injuries and whatnot. So I thought, oh, this is really Any improvements? It's, and it's making strides, or they're just still oh, on the research? huge strides. Make, they made huge strides in the NHL. Like They found performance and um, injuries decreased when they were using them on... So the next day after a game. A game, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the recovery and everything like that, they weren't getting as bad or as long-lasting effects of a concussion and whatnot. I um, I noticed, uh, I just had a little bit of a read. Uh, one a famous All Black is suing uh, World Rugby. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, based on the fact that, uh, uh, you know, how he was forced or encouraged to go back and take the field after yeah. being knocked out and, and now he has, like, short-term memory loss. and yeah. You know, like I've, I'm a, I love the NFL and I know the big collisions that go on there. Yeah. So I think we might be onto something here if we can, you know, I, I don't think that you'll ever, that this is me talking here, my little opinion in the corner of this world. I don't think you'll ever take away or stop the NFL from running, playing. Yeah. You're never going to stop that or stopping rugby players from playing rugby. Yeah. Um, but if we can alleviate or mitigate some of these uh, injuries, long-term yeah. injuries from happening. Or like help support them. So like what they were... What they found in that, like in a brief, was like you'd get the head knock, your brain swell. Obviously, it'd restrict the oxygen being able to get pumped around the brain. So you jump in the hyperbaric chamber, and it allowed the cells to actually get through and in there 
and hyperoxygenate the brain. So the oxygen is still getting into the brain. Yes. So it wouldn't get that sort of period of time where it wasn't getting the oxygen in there. Because yeah, so that's the problem, eh? Is when, the problem. When, yeah, when the brain's yeah. been starved of the oxygen. Yeah, that's when it starts to sort of... Die, essentially. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically like dying when yeah. it doesn't have a, a oxygen. It needs oxygen, right? it needs the blood flow and the oxygen. So if you're not getting that because of the swelling in around the brain from the head knock, yeah. then, you know, it's, it's not good. Yeah. So this allowed them to actually get the oxygen into the brain so then they weren't getting... The severity of the head knocks because NHL mate, they're, oh, they're smashing each other, punching each other in the face for everything. fun. Like yeah, they're, they're allowed it. to go like, for hey, it. Unless you're on the ground, we can still punch yeah, each yeah, other it's, in the head. It's, so it's all go. It's, it's all go. Nuts. The um, the life or the lifestyle of a, a gym owner, a PT, or you know, a fitness instructor. Um, on top of that, your involvements with P three and your investment that you've got there. Uh, what does a day look like in a snapshot to you? Is it an early start being that you're half an hour or 40 minutes up the road? What does a, a quick day in the life look like to you? A quick day in the life to me is a long day, mate. It's So I'll get up about 4, be on the road about 4.30, get into the gym somewhere between 5, 5.30, uh, do a couple of hours at the gym, head to Hillcrest, do a couple of hours at Hillcrest, head back to the gym, couple of hours in the gym, head to P3, then either back to Hillcrest or the gym, yep. then from there to Carrara till about nine o'clock at night on a late night. That's either playing or coaching? Uh, playing or coaching. Uh, one night will be playing and then the others will be coaching. Yep. So at the moment, I sort of get out of there around seven o'clock at night. When other seasons kick in, yeah, it's about nine o'clock at night. Yep. Yeah, so that's so you're you're, you're locked in, man. Like, that, that's my. Where do you get your rest? When where does someone like home? you, yeah, like a. Well, that I get home, I go straight to bed, and I'm I'm up and at him. But luckily, mate, the life of a gym owner and the other sorts of things, there are days where I have downtime. Yep. So on a quiet day, mate, I like I might get up early. I'm in there, but I'll have a gap of like five hours during the day where, you know, it's your life admin. It's your invoicing and that sort of stuff but i'll go and sit in the big compression boots at p3 for the basketball yep. on the tv yeah and i'll just i'll yeah, tinker yeah. through some work and i'll relax there yeah but um my my uh sister and her husband like we mentioned off here they've got their gym and they're much the same they'll chuck their recovery boots on they'll kick back they'll yeah. you know do some medium medial jobs that they can do in and around yeah and it's an, another way that they can sort of get in a bit of an r&r &R and yeah you know, get their head off the the main focus which is managing and running the gym you know yeah and i think the weird thing about obviously what managing running the gym socially it becomes hard at times too because it's generally when people have free time is when you have to work yeah so that morning class is where you'd probably like to go and jump in with other people or like go and do something you're coaching yeah and that night time where you well they're all going out for dinner yeah, yeah everyone else going for dinner you're you're running pt until yeah, yeah i'm coaching and stuff yeah. like that. It's like me mates sit there and go, oh, do you want to come? Like, oh, no, i got basketball coaching there. I'm doing this. So it, it becomes a, you know, a juggling act yeah. how to keep that lifestyle that you want but also do the things you enjoy but see mates and everything. So it's an interesting career. Do you have other, other coaches at the gym as well or is it just you running? Um, I've got another guy. So at the gym now, like the gym's pretty much my worst business. Yeah. Like it's the worst run thing of everything I do yeah, 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 yeah. just because like I've done it for so long it's sort of yeah just there but I've got a guy Cohen Crispin young fella that I trained years ago he's come in started working there 
like my mum rents space off me now she still works a bit out of there yeah um and then it, it's it has turned into like a social thing a lot of mates just go in there and train yeah so you know we'll just catch up and train together yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. so my gym sort of lost the to a degree when i'm not working when you're not there yeah yeah it's, it's, it's just it's a, a diff- social yeah. atmosphere so yeah. we all kind of train together a bit there and that too yeah so. and it's a it's a it's a place to connect for some people it's probably yeah you know like gives them makes them actually get off their backside come and do something come down and do something and mate. i can catch up with my mates easily so it, it's, it's a bit of a win-win there yeah yeah uh mate a day of eating like and and your in your case do you get to eat where do you eat like I eat, mate jeez i eat um the biggest problem i probably have with my eating at the moment is i found gyg bacon and egg burritos Oh, really? Is that on oh, an orang stop on the way through? Any of them, mate. The like, drive-thru? Oh, it's tough. Seven <laughs> bucks. Bacon burrito. It's the best thing ever. Uh, yeah, like, your protein, your carbs, your fats. Protein, carbs, <laughs> everything. They're so tasty, but like it's, I've, I've got to ban myself from it. Yeah. So, because I just find that I, I go there. But day of eating, mate, can range, yeah, anything from sort of something like that that's quick and easy on the way. It's not too bad. It's not the healthiest thing in the world yeah. either, but it fills the void. Then... Uh, morning tea it just sort of depends where i'm at i'll um yeah big variety lunchtime there's a butcher over at stocklands when they cook a heap of meats oh so yeah, yeah, big yeah. bay marie full of different meats so i'll go in there and i'll buy either steaks or something like that and then they I'll cook it for you yeah. or it's already cooked they'll have like big roasts cooked up they'll have like um where beef is this place, where is this place? Like i'm gonna get it's there. a butcher just near um woolworth's in stocklands Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've got a big Bay Marie full of meat all the time. It's it's amazing. So it's a downfall of mine too because I get excited when I see the food and order a bit much. But yeah, I'll do that, grab a bit of salad and whatnot so that passes me through. And then, yeah, generally nighttime, mate, just a bit of meat and veg. Yeah, pretty... Pretty pretty keeping it it simple. Again, and you've got to try to wolf it down in between playing or coaching or... uh, You know, getting to the court or like even between business meetings or... Yeah. um, it's always about finding that little bit of time to just throw it down the throat. But yeah. as I said, mate, there's time there. It's just about going, okay. For any young stuff. aspiring athlete, uh, what would your top three uh, nutritional tips be in terms of performance for a young athlete coming through? Oh, top three nutritional tips for a top ath- young athlete coming through. Or um, hydration. Uh, nutritional hydration, I don't mind. The nutritional nutrition. hydration, water. Yep. Like water. Well, make sure you get the waters in there, guys. Make, make sure you get the water in there. Like it's it's something that you know tends to get overlooked, or like just hydration is very very important. Yep. Uh, nutritional wise, is eat eat. Yep. Like just I, I, just yeah. eat eat like eat healthy. I know it sounds like pretty broad, but yeah, eat eat healthy. Don't find yourself constantly snacking on the macas and stuff like yep. that. But yeah, just cut out the the. Uh, Cut out the French fries. Oh, cut out love. The, stuff out I love. But stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut out that. Just like a, a good wholesome diet, like your meat and veg for lunch and dinner. Yep. Make sure you're getting meals, adequate size meals. Like if you're very active in that, like you, you've got to fuel the body. Yes. Like if you don't fuel the body, the body's going to break. Yes. If you yep. don't hydrate the body, the body's going to break. Yep. Like stuff becomes rigid. Stuff tears. Like yep. you, you've got to. You know, look after that, that and, and and when you're working with your athletes because uh, you you said you're like you do a lot with team teens as yeah. well you, you've always got adult athletes but team is yeah yeah youth development youth development yeah yeah, yeah. 
is there uh, any recovery protocols that you're encouraging them to do on their own not necessarily at p3 but uh, you're sort of helping to instill in the in the the young athlete like they're always hard recovery like you know you're you're an athlete mate like yeah. youth athletes to get them to focus on any form of recovery is always tough <laughs> i try and get them to like worst case scenario stretch roll yeah um just light movement like just try and get through a full range of movement um and then yeah sort of like contrast yep. if they can the contrast but a hot cold a bit of contrast or a magnesium a good bath. start for, yeah a good start for like a, a team in terms of contrast that may not have access to an ice bath would it if you've got a bath at home yep fill your bath up with like nice warm water yep like pretty warm uh throw some magnesium epsom salt radox whatever you've yep. got there they're like of, six bucks a box that you yeah, get for yeah, yeah, 10 put bucks some in there like you want to get fancy get a bath bomb a magnesium one yeah. i'm not just suggesting that P3, and, they sell them. Make sure you get down there and grab yourself some. <laughs> I mentioned this and you get a discount. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, shower. Yep. Turn the shower on cold. So you jump in the bath for sort of three to four minutes. Yep. In that nice warm bath and then jump in the shower. Get the contrast of, of the two. Thing, jump yep. back in the bath, jump in the shower. I lived on that. I swear to you, like as, as a in grade 12, like someone, oh, I don't even know where I picked it up. Someone, they're like, mate, get in the cold shower. Yep. And again, we live on the Gold Coast. So really, you know, like, I was like, oh, this is the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> and I went to get a cold shower in Canberra. I was like, oh. Uh. Yeah, you don't have a cold shower <laughs> yeah, in Canberra. Like, I jumped in the cold. I was like, oh. uh, So I was at my brother's house and the, um, I can't remember if the hot water hadn't kicked on or something. Yeah. I was like, what's going on here? Um, I don't mind the cold too. Like, I'm, yeah. I've, uh, I enjoy a nice bath. Uh, but I just thought it was a bit of a shock. Like that is some real, that country water. Oh, that's mate. the cold water. That's... The, the country, especially when it's been in those old pipes. And oh, stuff like that, that are deep. That are like you yeah. don't get any warmth through that. It's yeah. like and it's it's cold and everything's cold everywhere. And you're like, oh, I don't, I really don't want to. But hey, for anyone that's listening to this, that uh, that is from New Zealand, thinking Australia doesn't get cold, it gets bloody freezing down there where oh, you are from. Snowing up on the ice caps. There's you know it's freezing like the, the old place we used to live in in, in young was a hundred year old homestead it was built in 1890 no insulation beautiful no, 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 no uh, insulation <laughs> huge ceilings wooden floorboards <laughs> and, and you'd be there and you're waiting for the the shower to warm up and you're standing there freezing oh, cold just dipping your hand in not yet not yet not yet there you go and you sort of have the heater outside like, oh so you yeah out, you warm you got up, your pajamas but, right out there yeah, laying every, in front of the heater everything's yeah. there like that's uh trying not to burn the house down at the same time but yeah mate that's a that's a kiwi that's a kiwi trick that one the old uh that's how we grew up was like you know had the heater yeah ready to rock and roll <laughs> uh mate you using any supplements um nah, not these days mate i i don't train seriously enough or do anything seriously enough do you recommend any supplements to any uh any aspiring athlete or are you saying wholesome food or? if you're a young kid all right get your nutrition right yeah then worry about supplements cool. supplement is a supplement like yep. it's in the name like it's supplementing things you can't get from elsewhere so if you can't get something through your diet then look to that supplement if you can't get the amount of protein you're needed through your diet you supplement um yeah in terms of that that's the way i look we're at talking it. about you know getting the framework and infrastructure right for sports teams earlier that's 100 percent the advice that i would encourage as well is making sure that if you aren't you know if you are getting in those three staple or you know benchmarks it's like your breakfast your lunch your dinner yeah and they all cover in those bases of you know protein carbs and fats of, yeah. of good um, wholesome um, variety yeah there's no use even looking at a 
supplement to try to tap into. Although we like the razzle dazzle of all that. Well, yeah. You love the razzle dazzle. You love the bit of pre workout. You love all that sort of stuff. But like, if it's no use trying to cover a bad diet with supplements. Yeah. Because it's only you know, it's you're gonna break. You you're not gonna get the jeopardy out of what you're wanting. You're not gonna achieve what you want because your body's just not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a body's a machine, right? And yeah. it works on what we got. We are what we eat, and uh, got to give it the good stuff, the right stuff, and trying to go fill it with. I just think of it like supplements, as if it's like a um, no different to let's say like a muesli bar when you really want to eat food, yeah. you know, like have a meal, and you just like have something like oh, it's yeah. it filled my stomach with something, but it's just not sustainable no. it's not it doesn't you know it's going to burn up in the next five minutes and then i'm just going to want something else again yeah and i and there there are like i'm not saying or, or advocating that there isn't a time where the athlete may need simple sugars you know yeah pre-game or that's a whole nother conversation itself but in yeah. a general nutshell if the infrastructure of having good good nutrition protocols isn't in place yeah. don't go chucking and- uh also your timing of your meals too yeah like if you are you're a young fella or a young lady and you've just gone and done a big gym session and stuff like that like have your meal like have get your protein into you afterwards yeah like get that into you in that say 20 to 30 minute window straight after because yep. that's when your body needs it to repair and grow yeah it's no use you having it two hours later so your timing plays a factor in when you're yeah like that whole nutrient timing thing too like for a, for a young a young athlete or a aspiring individual yeah. even if you're not even young like say you're you're, you're playing you're, you're going yeah. from work to your your wednesday night game yeah. um or you're going from work some people go do their gym work and then they go play like a late night game you know whatever it might be no you know you're going into the game with a gut full of food or yeah. you know and then you're only as good the next day if you've got an early morning session you're only as good as how you recovered the night before right and so 100% right nutrient timing is really important food choices making sure you can eat something that you you can consume that uh, is easily digestible and a bit easy on the gut yeah that's it like and it's yeah it's just the timing mate it plays a big role as well yeah mate we've uh, I love this I love this I love these chats I love talking about you know people's expertise and um you probably look around and here you can see some things. I, I love a bit of music, and yeah. that's why we've got a piano in there. Never use it, you know. I love a bit of uh, yeah, a bit of fitness, and I'm a carpenter by trade. And I, yeah, made me teach. You know, I taught myself how to cut hair, and yeah. you know, like maybe look, I should get haircut. <laughs> maybe you need could to like just give it a nice fade, a little hot seat, or, <laughs> you know, just while we go. Little vlog, a little yeah. vlog, yeah, 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 yeah get in the hot bit seat. Of barber chat. <laughs> Actually, I, I've uh, had a, a good mate of mine. He said, hey. You know, you can't, we come over there on Friday nights and uh, sometimes we chuck the footy up on the TV there or, um, or you know, we come over and we get the haircut. He's like, uh, this was the first mate he said, he goes, you should um, set up mics on people and like give them haircuts and just, you know, like yeah. like a, a, in, in the chair. And he goes, you know, people would listen to that, like you, you cutting people's hair. And I I thought about it, I was like, oh, nah, no one listen to that. Then another mate texts me, he goes, nah. I want to. I want to. I don't want to do a podcast. I want to sit in the barber chair and and have a talk and we'll film it. I was like, oh, that might be an idea. You know, be pretty cool. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Of, like sort of, and it's a, it's a bit of an easy watching thing too, or listening while you're doing it. It's sort of. Yeah. It's a different. I think people react differently, like you know, when you go to like, the barber and that. Like, yeah. You react differently when the chat. Like I um, and you might be the same. Like I I love seeing people, uh, doing what they enjoy. Like I, yeah. I love 
watching you know basketballers like doing all the extra skills uh, you know whatever it might be their gym yeah. work and that and i love it when they they post it up or when they you know they set the camera up and they're over there ripping in i'm like yeah getting after it i love that yeah, yeah um and so he he's the one who made it known to me he's like mate people would like watch that because people like to know what they're just nosy you know like we like yeah. we probably see a bit of what we want out of life like and what someone else is doing like oh look at them having a go at it you know people are closet voyeurs these days yeah they won't admit it but you think facebook TikTok, Instagram, everything. Everyone loves to have a stalk and a bit of a watch oh, mate. going on. Because so. you can even see it on your on your uh, on your stories and like yeah. 150 people saw it. Yeah. But you're like, I asked a question, and only two people replied, but 150 people 150 saw, it. saw it. I was like, and, and so, admittedly, some of them might have just you know swiped left yeah. or, or whatever, but or tapped it, you know, the quick one. But at least a hundred, like there's there's at least you know 50 percent of those people. Man, a lot of people see it. Went on and listened to it, you know. But they just look at it and go, "Ooh, what's going on here? Ooh, we can go to the next one." What's curious, going on here? Yeah, 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 curious. I'm like, and I, I don't, I don't necessarily um, do this podcast thing for. I was, I do it for myself, really, like you know, like and and helping the individual, you know, the the one person that it, that this might help the yeah. the young athlete that may be wanting to reach out to you and, and get your services, but. Um, is a little timid you know and then he hears this and he's like oh yeah boom if it helps that one person helps that uh whoever that that person is yeah i think it's worth it i think you know it's a very primitive setup that we have here and it but works it's relaxing it's good mate. mate it works it works for me it works for you it worked for me mate worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> mate on that note just in wrapping up i've got a uh what i do is little quick fire questions yep um so i've got 10 questions um the idea of the aim of the game is just to shoot from the hip and just answer them with instinct what what comes to mind first so this could be dangerous <laughs> there's nothing in here about fast girlfriends or nothing like so it's all good it's all good uh you know and some of these things here are, are pre-scripted i'll just make sure I, usually usually i like to uh give the the uh the guests a bit of a heads up on on some of the questions but I, I think we'll just shoot straight from the hip here yeah um so you ready for this yeah, yeah okay yeah. cool um what's your favorite hair product I don't even do my hair. Oh, is it? Is this it's serious? The, cat. I, I, the only time I, I do my hair is when I have a wedding or something. I'll go to the hairdresser and get them to like chop it and do it for me. Oh, okay, yeah. Notorious for that. Just leave it as it is, mate. It, it does. I get it chopped as well, short as I can. Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Up at four in the morning. It's sure. I'm losing half of it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty sure I'll shave it all it's off. soon. the reason I'm wearing it today, mate. It's receding <laughs> very quickly, very quickly, mate. Our favorite genre of music. Ah. Uh, I do love a bit of rock metal, mate. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Especially in the gym, you got to make sure you. That's like, it. I'm a soft rock '80s freak. Yeah. Um, my, you know, my wife's like, "What are you listening to? Little River, you know, or like, you know, yeah. Boston or Kansas?" I'm like, "That's my jam. That's, that's a, cool. That's nice. That, there's a pump that at the old uh, surf club down the road, yeah. in, so that's." Can't whip you there. I love it, mate. I love it. Um, favorite childhood TV show? Transformers. Oh, the greatest. Yeah. I try to get my kids, and they're like, "Oh, this." Transformers movie, and I was like, no, 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 it's no. not the same. And I was like, mate, it's a cartoon. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. And then now they watch it, they're sort of let down. They're like, oh, is this what you liked? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sorry, we didn't have 4D. Yeah. So know. the technology wasn't real. Good, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, oh, it just looks like an olden day. I was like, it was, and that's <laughs> we had to build the characters in our mind. Mate, uh, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Ah, uh, fly. Fly. Superman. Yeah. Um, best advice a coach has ever given you? Best advice a coach has ever given me? 
almost memorable. Um, oh, mate. Best advice would probably have to be when I was working with a coach and he was, it's not advice, but he was super pedantic at how everything was set up. Like if you set up a line of cones, yep. line of cones had to be straight. Yep. And I think that's probably the best advice in a way indirectly was, is to just do it all as... Attention to detail. Yeah, attention yep. to detail. Perfect yep. like that. Yep. Like, because people pay attention to that and they judge you off that. Like if you've got zigzags sloppy there, effort, then it's yeah. going to be sloppy there. It's going to be sloppy there. So just attention to detail. I love things. that. I love that. It's, you know, the... the it's in the it's in the incremental you know detail like the little things yeah how the cone was set up where it was where it was placed where you yeah. start the foot line give you know specific uh, instruction you get a specific result That's it. Uh, any three people you could invite to dinner dead or alive mate who would it be um three people dead or alive um ryan reynolds oh, okay he's he's pretty funny old bloke uh, Mila Kunis. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, crush yeah. going on there, mate. A <laughs> crush. I think it's probably past its time, but that's yeah, out yeah. there. And, um, Ashley Kutcher's stolen her, was he? Uh, yeah, they, I, they, they, yeah, I don't know if he's still in the building, but yeah, no, yeah, she's, yeah. she's my crush. Um, and then the last one, I don't know, mate. It's it's pretty open. I, I, yeah. I MJ? Yeah. Nah. MJ, nah. We already watched watch, watch the yeah, doco. I've seen the last dance. I'm, I'm over that one. I've moved on. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll leave that open, mate, to whoever else wants to come. Mate, if you would maybe like to join you, dinner, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe me, maybe, maybe the you, podcast. You can come around, we can have a... Might <laughs> have to set the, the mics up. Uh, favourite holiday destination? Uh, favourite holiday would be uh, Mexico or Fiji. Love the both. And you've, you've been... When was the last time you were in uh, Mexico? Like, Only a last time years? I was in Mexico would have been probably four years ago. And then COVID and all that came. Sort surfing, of. surfing, you up there for? I was over there for comp, and we're down in Cabo. Cancun. Was it Cabo? So. Oh yeah, yeah. that's Cabo. beautiful down there. It's beautiful, so good, so good down there. Really nice. The food, Mexican one. Mate, when the world, uh, I've heard it been said like when the world breaks out in the war again, everyone's going to escape to like South of Mexico, like down Mexico on the beaches, and it's oh, <laughs> amazing. And it's like. 50 cents a taco, mate. I love oh. And you get whatever you want. Hence the reason you like found your uh, your lunch menu. That's it. Mate, last couple of questions here. Uh, um, top three movies of all time. All top time. three movies. In any particular of order. Of all Your time. top three. Any, like The Blind Side. Oh, yeah. Great really movie. Like the Blind Side. Yep. Um, some reason Ghost just popped in. Yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah, you go. There you go. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's like the romantic yeah, 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 yeah. through. I don't know, mate. <laughs> and... Um, three what would go the third there i love true story like i love true sports stories yep so any any true sports that's why you like the the blind side yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the story behind the blind side so like remember the titans type thing remember yeah. the titans um made any of the basketball ones and yeah. stuff like that. I, I just like that sort of genre of movies so. yeah yeah what is this one uh, coach carter coach carter's yeah. good um yeah, I, I just like that sort of the stuff. The true so. theme about it. Actually, I was coaching, helping coach the girls last night yeah. with the wife. And um, one of my mates comes like, you coach basketball? And I'm like, I'm actually the team manager, but there's you know, yeah. no assistant, so I put my hand up. So and then he's it. like, oh, what is it? Is it the the road to glory? Yeah. You know, the, 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 the coach. And he's like, oh, is the road to glory, is it? And I was like, cut it out. This is not... It's not a, you know, it's not. It's not like exactly that, that but yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, actually, yeah, that was a good theme movie. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll throw white chicks in there as well. Oh, that's a good laugh. Got to have the Wayans brother. Yeah. It's, it's just, a, it's a good. 
when you don't uh, want to watch anything, think about it. It's just yeah, an easy an easy watch for a bit of a giggle. Yep, yep. That's always a, an easy go to. Mate, last question. Um, you get three wishes. You rub the genie's lamp. What are the three wishes going to be? Three wishes. Jeez, that's a tough one, mate. Um, three wishes. We had uh, one of the boys say, he puts his hand in his pocket and he pulls out uh, like 100 bucks every time or something like that. That was an interesting one. Yeah, that's an interesting. See, I don't, that, that's. If I, you're motivated by that. If thing, you're yeah. motivated by that. So if we're, oh, mate, it's tough. Mate, I wish that the world had just settled down on yep, things. Bit of peace, bit of world peace. Just settle down. <laughs> like, okay, COVID, so let's just chill out a bit. Like, let's, yep. you know, get a bit of rational thinking going on. Let's it's funny, just, that's, let's that's, that's been one of the uh, the most common answers I get in, in the three as well. It's like, that the world is just calm the hell down, you know? Yeah, yeah that. Um, other thing, mate, I, I wish that I had just enough money to live comfortably. Yep. No, cool. no debts, no this. But if I want to go on holidays, I can do that. Yep. My work's my hobby. So yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, mate. I'm, I'm sort of there, but I, I'm a little bit off. But I wish that that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mate. That's that's kind of it. I don't kind of wish for too bit of, much. Uh, maybe the, the borders open and go see yeah, your family down. That's it. They yeah. come with like the world settling down. Yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. What's her name? Anastasia Parmigiana or whatever it is. Like just, <laughs> just love open border. Come please, on, come on. I got mates down in Tweed that like want to come over here for. We got yeah. a, a team. One of our players is, is stuck over the border. Yeah. So we have training every um, Tuesday, Thursday night. She can't get in. No, we can't get in. Yeah. yeah. So just like literally common. a minute over the border. Actually, is like, that's it. I wish for common sense. Oh. Common yeah. sense on these things. Pro- like, probably the hard common sense prevailing on a few of these things. Probably the. Thing that we all want right it's yeah. like, it's like come on mate come on just you know please there's an imaginary border there yeah put with a real border which is just affecting so many lives where it doesn't have to yeah you only need to look at the news and you see that you know on that um father's day or whatever it yeah. was and everyone was you know eating on the ridiculous you know we live in a we live in a funny world we live in a funny world different place anyway bros it's been awesome having you on the show brother mate. i really appreciate your uh, your words of wisdom and your um yeah, little tricks of the trade and what's helping you to to make magic happen, mate, both on I and off the was. court. But I loved it, mate. I loved it. It was a great chat. <laughs> Is this the first podcast you've done or have you done another um, one before? Mate, I've been on the other side of the mic for a few. Oh, like, I you? recorded like about 12 of them. I just oh, never really? released any of them. Yeah, funny enough, so my first two, I did them uh, two years ago. It might have even been longer. And I lost the, um, I, I couldn't find this, the iPad yeah. and, uh, and I had a hard drive that had all the audio on it. And, we moved house and we a few things happened yeah. and I couldn't find it uh, and I and I literally thought okay big man upstairs probably like doesn't yeah. it's the fate of, the, of my yeah, life yeah. what this destiny like I'm not meant to be doing this yep. and then um, one day I was in that mess there on the garage wall I was like oh yeah pulled it open and it was in the most uh, like the place it shouldn't have been it was in with shoes and stuff yeah, and I was yeah. like what's the iPad doing in here and I, mean, I was oh and I thought to myself down there, like, you know what? I went That's through right. and, I, and I saw it all in there and I was like, oh, it's probably time I do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now I'm actively doing it now and I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, maybe that might be a, a bit of a project we can... Uh, maybe, maybe. I'll, I'll share them with you. I'll show them with you. And you mate, there's a, there's a couple of interesting people there that you might... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, chats, some, so. some characters. I, I, um, I have no... I know that a lot of my um, interviews so far have been with footy players and yeah. stuff like, well that's because that's my network so that's who I'm, I'm around um, but I'm also around 
basketball, you know, fitness enthusiasts, um, uh, my brother, my in-laws who are heavily involved in basketball at, yeah. at high levels and stuff. So I've only shown the interviews so far that sort of seem like as if I'm just this footy head over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, yeah, I've got, you know, four or five in the pipeline. And, and again, it's it's just sort of dishing them out at appropriate times. But I, yeah. I love to get uh, diversity in, in, in here on the seat. Um, hairdressers, you know, lawyers. I've, yeah. I've, got, I've got one in here, a financial advisor, a guy that I've done some work with and who's helped me and, and our family out in the years and some of his concepts of what he thinks about like you look at things that are totally different you know yeah. i'm thinking here i am over here just like one plus one equals two and he's like well actually mate if you consider the government should think about it. i was like you should consider doing this this and put it i'm like wow mate yeah doing my head in. but again get, getting uh getting you know picking the brains of great minds and these as we mentioned these guys come from the same area like like yeah. you know just same sort of background same area uh, and it's good to get their stories because uh, you know, they've got some powerful stories. Oh man, I love it! I love I love hearing overcoming adversity, and you know you you might look at someone that you might not you you deal with kids all the time, yeah. and you think oh yeah, here they all are, you know would have been a cakewalk for them, you know they all go to private schools, and you hear someone's living, you know at a friend's house and they paid their own way, or they you yeah, know yeah. like cool things like that, you're like oh. Cool. There's a level of respect there, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things hidden on, in the round that you don't kind of realise what happened. Yeah, yeah. You get to chat, mate. If anyone wants to find you, um, I know I mentioned it before, but do you want to tell them where they can find you uh, oh, in terms of connecting with you? If they want to find me, connect with me. Just Instagram, drop us a message on there. Yeah, and that's at Salt. Um, uh, either Salt Fitness and Consulting or just Brody underscore ledg yeah yeah just go from there mate i'm pretty easy to talk to so. and uh and uh your do you have an email or anything that you're gonna chuck out there for ah uh, no because i'm i'm shocking on it yeah 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 so dms is the is yeah the just, just slide in those dms yeah <laughs> uh, i did that mate. i was actually i was like man, i don't think i've given you my phone number it's, no. just, it's all in, in the dms seems to work mate and it uh, if it works no need to fix it That's bro it. it's been a pleasure mate appreciate you having having you on uh, and jumping on here with us and supporting the cause of the better man project podcast um look forward to to one day getting you back on again the show mate and uh, down the road um uh, maybe talking a bit bit more about how the p3 um stuff's evolving and maybe things that are going on in your life outside of the co- coaching we'll go and sit in the ice bath and do the podcast oh that's a great one so that'd we'll be that. a great so one we'll yeah <laughs> mic up and uh might have to clip the mic to yeah yeah get the labs going or we can there. sit in the warm one pretend we're in the cold one yeah get the boom mic sitting there and just ah. that's it that's it <laughs> too easy ladies and gentlemen it's been a pleasure having uh broads on the show I uh, really enjoyed it and I hope you've got lots out of it. Make sure you take some notes and as always, uh, try to level up in whatever way you can, 1% at a time. Um, that's the show for today. Hope you're all good. Till, till then, catch up. That's it. Thank you very much. Sir. <laughs> I'm going to have to bail because I've got to oh, run yeah, to school. Mate. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, we're getting there. I just, uh, I just looked at the time too and I was like, oh, <laughs> we're having a bit of fun now. Too much fun. Thanks for that, brother. No so, worries. I'll just grab that one and just turn around. Oh. Did you make that? Thank you very much. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, mate. Appreciate I'll it. I'll that in the bin for you. I'll finish it. Oh, you got, it. Yeah, yeah. you got some left in there. Save it for the road. A bit of coffee to keep you going. That's it. No, thank you very much, mate. I appreciate you having me. Nah, I appreciate board. you jumping on, man. Taking the time to... Appreciate the chat. Come in and, uh, and have a crack at it. Uh, yeah, so I, I normally 
it takes me a couple of weeks to edit it down because I'm, I'm not a uh, I'm not expert on the old bloody. Um, guys hope you enjoyed this most recent episode of the tbm project podcast gotta try to do all we can to keep delivering this content and adding this value to your life to help you to become the best version of yourself if you like this or any of these other episodes that we deliver on these platforms make sure to jump on and subscribe or hit the like button and show your support all that will go a long way in helping us to push this program forward other than that hope you well stay safe till then we are yeah